Sean. If Les Miles beats everybody but Alabama, I think he stays. Creel. Fuck Jolly Ranchers and <laughs> fuck Sour Apple. Hankins. Jesus Christ. We're going to lose this game. We're going to lose a game Not from it. 2007. Somehow, we're going to blow this. Thought a flag. Tell him thought a flag. Damn, these are some good sun chips. I should buy these more often. Uh, Florida? 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 Now my daddy, my daddy coached the Dolphins. I don't know if I really like sushi or if I really like soy sauce. Ever heard of that Panther fan who growls in the YouTube video? Hey, Saban, what about this? the beginning of the end of college football as we know it episode 66 66 satan's number <laughs> divided by 11 <laughs> all right are we get are we getting to the to the stupid news the stupid dumb news or the the most important news first let's do the stupid news of the week that's a silly belly <laughs> Which, as usual, involves Rick Neuheisel. Hankins, I'll let I'll let you do the honors on this, since you love so, silly Billy singing. Um, bonehead, dipshit coach Rick Neuheisel, who somehow rode some fame in what in the was he a was he Washington? He was Washington and, and UCLA. UCLA. Yep. Yeah. Um, never really achieved a whole lot, but was one of these guys that people said, no, he's like a genius. He's a football genius. Somehow lived on the hot and seat got at everybody in, at the same time. Lived, yes, lived on the hot seat and was always on the verge of getting everybody in trouble. <laughs> is announced. Um, he is the next coach announced for the AAF, that weird football league we talked about last time, yeah. <laughs> that uh, – that is not the XFL. I just want to repeat, it is not the XFL. He will join Steve Spurrier in this league as a head coach. Did they say what and city? And my first thought, no, no, God, no. Announcing a city would be crazy. <laughs> I suspect it will be <laughs> Beaver Falls, South Dakota. Sure, sure. <laughs> would be my guess. Um, but my first thought was not, oh, man, this league's making progress, or, hey, can't wait to see how he does in the modern game and blah, blah, blah. My first thought was, does this mean I don't get to hear his dumb songs anymore? Because that would be a grand disappointment if Rick Neuheisel is gone from the CBS coverage, which he may already be. I hadn't watched a, a – I watched game day as like a pregame to the entire day. But anything else, I'm tuning in at kickoff. Yeah. So I miss all the run-up shows. I agree with you, Hankins, because uh, once it hits like 2 o'clock, I don't need to flip over to CBS to hear the studio talking heads. No. I'd rather watch the end no. of the games that started at 11 Hankins and then is, flip over yeah. right when it's 2.30. Hankins is just re-watching free, Tim Tebow's Freak of the Week for the third <laughs> time that day. Well, it goes without saying that I'm going to watch the Freak of the Week segment two to three times. But we do disagree on game day and SEC Nation, but we stand united mm-hmm. on in-studio talking head. I ain't here for that. I'm right. just not. But Rick Neuheisel started doing, he would actually do guitar songs in the studio. Yep. They'd be parodies um, about, 
whatever game was coming up or whatever time of the year it was. And the one that I actually sent the boys here because I remembered most actually came from the Dan Patrick show. And it is an exercise in poor radio. <laughs> um, because they ask Rick Neuheisel about if he has a song. And he does this long preamble. And then gets into a parody of Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA with Born in the SEC. And it is cold dog work. <laughs> quite frankly, is what it is. Uh, but were y'all even, did y'all even have an inkling of an idea that he did this dumb thing all the time? So I was going to ask, when did he start doing this? Because I I never watch any. I, you know, in the past five years, I think the number of times I've caught game day SEC the 30 minutes before I mean, kickoff. To get you to watch an actual football game takes a lot. Well, so I, I don't particularly like you the to watch sport, a run up. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> I, I do remember you bringing it up maybe last season or the beginning of you know like 2016 season or the beginning of last season be- yeah. and and that is where I remember it from And my first reaction is when the hell did this start? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so bad. It's, it's interesting that you brought up the that you sent us the link to the clip and I'm sure we'll we'll post it or whatever on our social media. But he he sent in or had that contribution to the Dan Patrick show like in 2013. Uh you know, it's always fun when you're not getting a check for a company that broadcasts the SEC to make fun of the SEC, then you change your tune <laughs> yeah. accordingly, yeah. instantly. Uh, but, you know... It's like that fucking Sprint guy that, like... I get it. He's not Sprint. He, yeah, he, he's got his bit, and then, you know, ha ha ha. Although the yokels in the Dan Patrick studio are like, ha ha, that's right, SEC. <laughs> I think that bothered me more than anything, Grill is in the video... Just either the actual laughter at something that it's is not, not funny. funny. And I'm not saying no. this is not funny because we're SEC homers. And we are devout SEC homers. But Guilty. I'm here to make fun of things. Don't get me wrong. It's not not funny because of that. It's not funny because it's not yeah, funny. It's, it's, and there's a lot of shoehorning. Yes. And not <laughs> he's not doing a good job. And it goes on for about a minute and a half too long also. Yeah, he, he has to mention all 14 SEC programs. So there's like, you know, a, a lyric for everyone. And uh, it's all just like, at best, like a, a bad, like, D... Like, a, you give it a, like a D grade, like a PG joke. Like, he doesn't like... He doesn't hit below the belt, so, you know, there's there's not a whole no. lot there. It's just like, and Tennessee's got Peyton Manning, and Ole Miss has got <laughs> yeah, Eli Manning. He burned and, and there's a lyric in there that says, and for the smart kids, we got Vandy. Oh, man. And for when it's hoop season, we got Kentucky. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing, Rick Neuheisel? Yeah, it wasn't good. Not good at all. It, uh... And he also he hosts he's on a radio show on Sirius, um, and I forget what the name of it is. Um, but I think him and his co-host, a I don't believe they're in the studio together, which is not not uncommon. I don't think most of those Sirius shows the hosts aren't together. We wouldn't stand for it here. Um, yeah, TV. never, not once. Would never. Heavens to Murkatroyd. Um, but I'm pretty sure they they viscerally hate each other, <laughs> or at least I'll say the the other the host of the show hates Rick Neuhausel. <laughs> Just fucking despises him, man. I was they're like two lawyers that really can't go at each other in court because of because of procedural uh, 
procedural law. And what happens in the bedroom? They just want to fucking make sure when when they make that love from the courtroom to the bedroom. Yeah, it can't be hot in both places. One place has to be cold. The other one has to have be hot. They can't have all the heat in the courtroom, or there's no heat under the sheets. From the courtroom to the bedroom, Mm -hmm. the Matt Creel story. (laughs) Um, the second bit of non. Stupid news of the week. I'm not calling it stupid news. Okay. I'm not calling it stupid news. You likely con- will continue to <laughs> once I bring it up. So Rutgers had had a had a scrimmage. Dumb news this week, and they did that thing where they let like a seven year old with Down syndrome score a touchdown. Sure, yeah, like run run it from the the ninety run it from their own seven. Like they hiked the ball to him, and like mm-hmm. the kid fell down a couple times, and. You know, the entire crowd, like, is cheering for him and stuff like that. Like, you know, both sides of the ball, Mm -hmm. uh, players on both sides of the ball run with him. They all cheer in the end zone. Two questions. Who are you asking? You. Me? I'm in the hot seat. (laughs) Hankins. Hankins. uh, (laughs) Hankins still has a soul. So you, two questions. One. What do you think about it? Is it is it charity? Is it is it like the Iowa waving? And why did they hike it from the seven? Seems arbitrary. Well, let's take the second question first. Please. It doesn't matter where they hike it. They could do it from the one, and they they probably what they should have done. They put, maybe if the kid had, if it was clear the kid can't really run, carry him across the goal line. Yeah, that sure. that's, that stuff should have been nipped in the bud. Yeah, sure. Do do a, a dry run. You yeah. know. Two hours before the game. Because, I mean, you fall down, the, the ball's dead. Technically, so. the, the play is over in college yeah. football. Yeah. Uh, my other, the other thing is, is this different than the Iowa thing? Yeah. Because that is entirely self-serving for people who clearly aren't charitable. Yeah. They're, they're just... They're, they're just probably doing drunk. It. They're just doing it for the, for the cameras. Were there any cameras at Rutgers? We all know the answer is no. So completely charitable. <laughs> it was it was on the local news here in here in Well, North that's Alabama. just the dude that's kind of there, like with his cell phone. Ooh. I'm sure it was grainy footage. It was grainy Shiano. Yeah. So this was completely charitable, and more schools should do it. Okay. Okay. There you go. Wow. I'm I'm exactly the opposite. I despise really? it with every fiber of my really. Being. Yeah, I don't like, like the first time that it happened, um, okay, but now the kid's in, he knows the gimmick too, the kid fucking understands what's happening. I don't know if they do, it's not like, bullshit ref, it's not like, that kid at two years old is, uh, um, like watching the Nebraska scrimmage. Yeah. He knows. He's a hashtagger. <laughs> that kid hashtagged me too on that video. Oh, it wasn't, got it wasn't Down syndrome. It was autism. Sorry. Uh, his name was Mortimer. See, well. he definitely knows. That dude definitely knows what's up. And he, if they just let him diagram a play, that would be cool. Let the kid get in there and call a play. Could, let him draw one up. He, he could be <laughs> get a little play action going. He could be the next uh, surprisingly successful sto- uh, success story in college football in the world of head coaching. Hankins, how about this? Probably better than Newhouse. <laughs> how about this? How about what if they did it like at halftime when there's no game time going on, or after the game's over, or does that make it? Would that be more digestible for you, or is it any? Anytime they do it, just bad juju for you. Hashtag. I don't like any of this. I, I would feel better if it happened. He's a hashtag. I think he's definitely a hashtagger. I would feel better if this was a halftime deal. 
And at least that way, the kid gets to feel, you know, there's people in the stands, people are going crazy. Doing. I remember um, during the Peach Bowl, Alabama versus Washington, there was a, a – this, Creel, this is, this is it. This is it, Creel. Okay. I've hit on it. You've, you've brought me to it. This is I it. Think, I think this will get me and you over I think Hank has something. Mm-hmm. Together. Mm-hmm. Forever. I'm starting to think Hank has something. During that, <laughs> during that Peach Bowl, they did a card stunt. Like it was a full-on Make-A-Wish deal where there was a card at each of our seats and we were supposed sure. to hold it up at the appropriate time and something would happen. This happened, um, I think it happened before the game, and the cameras were not on. It did not get mm-hmm, broadcast. Mm-hmm. Everybody did a thing. This little girl came out. She sang a song. Everybody put the cards up. Places going fucking crazy. They're throwing babies. <laughs> That's how you get it done. That's how it's done. Forgot about it. Don't cut a camera on to see some kid run a ninety a ninety three yard touchdown. <laughs> what about this, Hankins? Fuck it, give him the record. Are, are you a yeah. fan or not a fan of the military? Like, uh, hey, we're gonna p- call the Smith family down on the field, and they're gonna wave to the to the jumbotron where Sergeant Smith is in Iraq. And like, hey, Sergeant Smith, good to see you. And then they're like, wait, oh, what's that? And then like from the tunnel comes Sergeant Smith running on the field, and there's the big hug. Fan or no fan? I I look at this strictly from the wrestling perspective. They got to know it's coming. The first time you pull that gimmick off, Mm -hmm. it's great. Mm -hmm. Every time after that, not only should they know what's up, Mm -hmm. they should also not waste the time Think about that. Your dad is off in a country. He's in Syria performing a brilliant strike. Mission accomplished. He's doing all that. He comes back. You're wasting half a fucking day at least where you could have been hanging out with your dad to go through this ruse. I'm not even convinced that he's, they don't meet at the stadium already, Ooh. get their hugs out first, and then work the gimmick. I'm telling you, I I'll watch this in person. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right on the wrestling gimmicks over and over again, Hankins. I mean, the next time Chris Benoit kills his family and himself, I am not going to fall for it. Exactly. I've seen that that dog and pony show once, and it works. That dog it and works. workout equipment show. But I, I, I agree with you, Hankins. I, I think the mom or the the the, the uh, spouse knows what's going on. Surely they know, but maybe Somebody maybe not up. the four year old. Somebody knows what. But you up. think they meet and, beforehand and it too? Nine times. I think they, they meet, don't meet beforehand, beforehand, dude. They got to get those tears, I don't believe man. It, dude. They they, get those those tears. tears look pretty mm-hmm. real, though. Look pretty real, mm-hmm. boys. Uh, anybody can be trained to work for for a couple minutes. <laughs> you can make a work look real. Um, there's no way. There, I, I, my case in point. I went to the Megan Kelly show with my mother in New York. A live taping of the Megan Kelly show because they desperately needed somebody to be in those sure. seats. <laughs> Fox News. <laughs> this was the Fox and News show. Or the NBC. Is this? No, this is the NBC daytime. Where right. did you go to New York? Um, uh, live from talk- New York. I sent you, I sent you a video Hagen. from that. <laughs> from that, that show. That was like years ago. To which. That was November. Last it was two years. November. Like, that was yeah. a dark time in my life. I was going through some things. <laughs> two, I send him this video, Creel, yeah. and say, hey, check this out. He replies to oh. me, um, I don't get it. Is there something I should know? Is there somebody in the crowd I should recognize <laughs> oh, or yeah. something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't spot you so in the anyway, crowd? Were, were you on camera? Could not spot. Like, clearly on could camera? Could not like your elbow. Your elbow was I, I, was about, I was about to say, he likely had a different amount of melanin. Yeah. Than everybody the else in the crowd. Maybe the lights got to him. Yeah. 
400-pound tattooed black dude in the Megyn Kelly audience. This motherfucker couldn't find Waldo in a black and white picture. <laughs> but the, the thing that day was uh, two, two Filipino twins separated at birth, reunited for the first time. They've never met until they come out on the stage. Bullshit, Megan Kelly. You're not telling me that you didn't get these two women together. Or they just didn't bump into each other backstage somewhere. You're not fooling me, Megan Kelly. What if, I know how wrestling works. So when, uh, what about the Maury Povich like, paternity test things? I think that's real, because that, that's genuine emotion. That is genuine joy on the yeah. fathers. Mm-hmm. On the fa- and then, Especially when they get yeah, up and dance. That's easy to yeah. fake, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's easy to fake. I don't know, man. However, they're throwing, they're throwing like chairs and stuff, and like doing the worm. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> you are not the father. <laughs> Your natural reaction is to do the fucking worm. <laughs> but but it's, it's like you said, Hankins. The the first person that danced, like it was like blew up the internet. But like now, when they're doing and choreographed then, yeah, then things and they've got props. What yeah. is your go to dance when you are told you are not the father? I do a dab. Patel. Oh man, Hankins. Oh, it's the pelvic thrust. There's just yeah. there's no getting around it. <laughs> but that's my go-to for just about sure, everything. Sure, sure. I'd like. It's just a nice slow pump, <laughs> like a Puerto Rican filled with Bloody Marys. What's your go-to dance, Sean? Uh, I think the sloppy swish is a is a good uh, Ooh, is a good go-to. That's a good one. I just I don't know that's how to do it. I've tried. Mm-hmm. I've tried. Um, speak, speaking of, um, is anybody interested? Anybody interested in? Spring game attendance figures for last weekend for this weekend. I know Kentucky had theirs Friday night, which was kind of a, a different little twist on it. Do you have some numbers for us, Hank? Thirty six thousand. Thirty six thousand at the Kentucky. For Kentucky. Nice. Good, good for them. Good. Mm-hmm. Um I I uh, hate it now because uh after like the height of Saban Mania. When you know it was standing room only, people were yeah, on. Yeah, it wasn't on upper, TV, upper so deck. that was yeah. the only only place to sit to see it was in the stadium. Obviously, every year since then, it's been a lower attendance yeah. rate. So everybody's saying, "Do uh, do Alabama fans appreciate what they have?" No, the answer is no. Yeah, because, we just don't want to watch a glorified scrimmage. Yeah. <laughs> glorified hell, a scrimmage. Excuse me. That's 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 um, what for the Mississippi State game every year is for. Oh, there you go. I'm doing the sloppy Auburn switch. clocking in with 28,000. Yeah, it was cold and um, rainy last weekend, so that's yeah, understandable. Nasty. They know, again, they know what it sure. is. They, yeah. they get the mm-hmm. game. Also, it's during um, spring, was it spring break for them? It might have been. Surely. Could be. Could very well be. Uh, South Carolina, 25. Uh, so usually, as Sean so aptly pointed out, if you get a new coach, and that's kind of why I brought this up. That's the only reason I brought this up, because none of this means anything. But when you get a new coach, you usually get a lot of eyes coming in to check it out. Yeah, right. Texas A&M, yeah. Florida, and Arkansas all have new coaches. Right. Any guesses as to where those numbers might be for A&M? What do you think A&M's number Their stadium be? holds 100,000, so I'm going to say north it of... Does. 80. I'll say 82. I'm going to say it should be Johnny? I'm going to say it should be 82. It's probably closer to like 35 40. Mm, 48, 48 for 80. Wow. Oh. Man, I would have lost. That's weird. That's all right. Florida. Florida. Florida very similar. That stadium holds like 90. Yeah. So if A&M wasn't great, uh I'm going to say 30 
I'm gonna say 45. We'll say they got half. I'm gonna say 45. 46. 53. So two teams that not only have new coaches but have reason to be excited. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. At least you and know Florida was the most. Florida had the most attendance of of the bunch that ran. That's uh, well, we don't know about Mizzou, Ole Miss, and Vandy. I'm going to say they were bad because Auburn, now, Arkansas, Auburn like would pull in. <laughs> Arkansas is a problem. Yeah, I think the yeah the, when the, Gus's first year yeah, or Stid, you know, it also could mean that you have a hot transfer. You want to get a gander yeah. at. Something like that. Alabama might draw a big number this year because people are interested to see Tua's broken hand. Who runs with the first team? But you know, with Tua having a setback. But Arkansas's number was a little, a little surprising. This one was weird because I know that they they played the game off campus in Little Rock. They didn't play in Fayetteville, so I think that stadium is relatively small. But it might have been filled to the brim. I'll say like forty thousand. Seventeen. Seven people. 7,000 people watch the Arkansas scrimmage. And, I mean, I... That's, that's Chad Morris for you. I, I gave him a one when yeah, we rated that's the coaches. Not, that's not surprising. Ar- <laughs> I mean, you know, Arkansas swung for the fences. They whiffed, and... They got a Zach yeah. Morris wannabe. If it yeah. was the real Zach Morris, it would have filled that place out. They would have had Hot Sunday play the halftime show. It was Hot Sunday. That band, the musical group with uh, Jesse, Lisa, and Kelly... <laughs> Put your mind to it and go for it. Right, right, Come right. On, let's break a sweat. And they'll have Jesse get hopped up on speed pills and like go into convulsions during like the second song. AC Slater flipping that chair around. Yeah. I'm waiting for the article. <laughs> I'm waiting for the article on Slate or Vox from some like liberal reporter saying, "Saved by the Bell" doesn't hold up in 2018 after the Me Too movement or something like that. Oh, I'm sure it's it's in the works. Oh, without a doubt, in the works. <laughs> I mean, if they came for. If they came for Apu, they're coming. They for came for Apu. Place. They came for friends. They got them all, man. Yeah, tried by jury, but not a jury of their peers, might I say? No, jury of their tears because they're crybabies. I mean, who's mm. to say Mad About You isn't doesn't hold up now? I'm not going to say it because I'm not going to watch it. I don't it. think Mad About You held up in the nineties. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> Uh, remember that episode of Mad About You and the entire episode took place when uh, Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt locked themselves, uh, locked their baby in the bathroom? Yeah, accidentally. it was like a live 24-hour scenario thing. And then Murray the dog came in. He's what a like, show. woof, woof. Do you know what the kid's name was? Apple. Mabel. I knew it was very something close, like that, though, close, yeah. Very close, Well done. Uh, Hankins, speaking of TV and nothing about football, did you uh, see who the uh, guest host of SNL is next week? Don't even, just do not even start with me. Who is it? Uh, Donald Glover. With musical guest Childish Gambino, which is just Donald Glover. It just means that I get to fast forward past the musical guest without doing the cursory. And the monologue. All right, you got 45 seconds. I'll give him the monologue. Um, somebody else writes that stuff, so that's not what, I'm not worried about that. I get, <laughs> if he uses the term blurred, which is black nerd, I know what Hankins is going to do. And there will be a TV <laughs> remote-shaped hole in the screen of his television. <laughs> Still watch every episode of Atlanta and get mad 92% of the time. <laughs> well, on- However, this past episode might have been the best because he was not in it. What, even what did Paperboy do? Paperboy also not in it. Oh, well, shit. This was a Van episode. Oh, God, don't get me started. Strange. Like a car or is there a character named Van? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my God, it's Donald Glover's love interest in the show. This is my problem with Childish Gambino and all that shit in general. People that purport to love it and know literally nothing about it. Atlanta or either way, take your hey, pick. Just because just because I don't watch the the show doesn't mean I I don't like. I mean, I like Donald Glover. I don't think I need to prove that. I don't I don't think it's anything to brag about. It doesn't give me any it's any not. cred. I like I like his music. Mm-hmm. I like I like most of his music. There's some really mm-hmm. down parts, but mm-hmm. just because I don't want to, I'll get to it. I don't watch anything, especially college football games. Yeah, absolutely. To catch a predator, you're pretty solid on that. I I just don't have. Have you any. exhausted like all of them? Yeah. All the clips? Oh yeah. I mean, I exa- like twice twice over. He's seen them all two or three times at this no, point. Two or three times. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a great way to fall asleep. Just throw YouTube on. Sure, yeah, yeah. The big news of the week. Is it stupid news of the week? Well, it is Part the three big biggest <laughs> stupid I re- news. Two two is sick. Creel's, Creel's redneck voice is really something. It's unique. It's, it's, it's not like the usual. I think everybody has one redneck voice. Just the way everybody has one British voice. Oi, mm-hmm. you're right, mm-hmm. we do, Gov. <laughs> His British voice is very Australian. <laughs> Creel's, Creel's redneck voice is, uh, it's it's Simpson-inspired, I want to say. Um, Jessica very Simpson. It is very... Jessica Simpson. <laughs> burn. Ashley Simpson. Burn, burn. Uh, we are moving kickoffs, or no, we're not moving kickoffs, now, uh, a new rule was passed in the NCAA this week to take effect next season, I assume, that any fair catch called inside the 25 on a kickoff will now be a touchback, marking a 35-yard zone where you're going to get the ball on the 25-yard line, basically. Um, I don't usually care about this stuff. And ultimately, I'll get used to it like everything else. But it's it's kind of annoying. I mean, I Tom Herman calls it the beginning of the end. Um, yeah. I think that's a little dramatic. I think that's my beef with but, it. No, I think that no, that's exactly, he's right. It is the beginning of the end of kickoffs. This is how they slowly but surely they want to rip the bandaid off. They want to ban kickoffs, and I'm. Whatever. I, I don't like it, but I'm also never going to be at risk of getting a concussion because I'm fielding a kickoff. That's just, that's I'm, I'm past a point in my life where that will ever happen to me. Sure. Um, so they want to ban kickoffs, but they're scared we're going to kick back, so they're going to do some middling thing like this, get us used to that, and then in four or five years, they'll say, hey, we hadn't had a kickoff return for a touchdown in five years. Nobody's going to care. Let's just not do kickoffs anymore. That's what they're going to do. I would prefer them to just rip the Band-Aid off. If they ever... Shove that big college football rule book in my face. Just shake it at me. <laughs> huh? You like it? You're going to stop watching the game you love because I took kickoffs no. away? No, you're not. No. no, fatty, you're not. You're going to eat it up. You're going to eat it up. Num, 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 num. That's what I want them to do to me because I'm a gullible boy. And the NCAA is nothing 
if not a bunch of cream daddies. Will they ever? So you think they actually will remove kick kickoffs in the coming years? I mean, yeah, it's gonna happen. If you do that, you remove the ability to onside kick it. Without that, I don't know that Alabama beats Clemson in 2015. Um, without a kickoff return, <laughs> we don't beat Clemson. Well, without several kickoff returns and and uh, onside kicks, and you know, it's I don't know if there's if there's a way to further take out. Kickers. <laughs> I mean, they are more and more of an afterthought as more and more touchdowns get uh, get scored. And uh, you know, maybe the rule gets augmented in some way that you allow for some sort of. I don't know. There's some sort of way that you can try to get possession back. I don't know, but I just feel like this rule is so it is so dumb <laughs> that. It, it can only be put in place for one reason, and that is to ease into getting rid of kickoffs. Now, it all t- comes down to the players and how it's coached. I don't know what your what players and coaches will do because there's always going to be some, some rogue out there that says, we're never going to do this because the opportunity to hit a big one yeah. is outweighs getting the ball up to 25 if we field it to the 15. So it's not going to have immediate impact, but – when the numbers bear out and says, hey, we can start at the 25 every time, that's what they'll do. Well, there's been a couple reactions to this. You know, uh, Saban suggested moving kickoffs to the 40 to better assure touchbacks. Um, mm-hmm. Cutcliffe wants to get rid of them altogether. David Cutcliffe over at Duke. Tom Herman probably had the whiniest reaction to it. Uh, Dennis Dodd, our favorite sports reporter of all time. Uh, Son of a bitch. <laughs> Reports, um, he talked to Tom Herman about this. Uh, the hardest part for coaches to wrap their head around is the arbitrary yard line to put the ball on, especially if you have an elite returner or an elite guy that has that skill. Maybe on average when this guy returns a kick, your offense is starting on the 34-yard line. You're going to take that nine yards away from that team every time you fair catch. So Don't, I don't, don't I, fair catch? I don't know, Tom Herman. Maybe uh, inject a little fucking strategy in your head coach. Inject a little coaching in your head coaching plan. He probably signed a hotshot track star that he was planning yeah. on having return kicks, and now he's worried that that kid's going to decide, I don't want to get hit every fucking time. Yeah, exactly. But how – like, currently – well, obviously – you don't see it currently because the rule's not in place. But, like, fair catches on kickoffs are, are going to be weird. That's going to be the big adjustment. It's like, what is happening? Why is this going on? Because when I first read the headline, I was like, what? Are, I couldn't even comprehend it because immediately I saw fair catch and thought punt. Um, yeah. But it, it's on the kickoff. So, I mean, it is, it's a different kind of strategy. But, you know, rules are different. This happens. This is, you know, the the – Defenses had to adjust strategy to a comp to cope with hurry up offenses, and they had to change the rules slightly about substitutions. This is what happens. This is the game now, and fighting the fight of oh my god, they're they're, they're putting lipstick on the game and all the things that people say. Oh god, make them wear dresses, make them use flags. It's like that South Park. It's episode. a dumb argument to have because you're on the wrong side of history, and you're you're gonna look like a buffoon at some point. Just like the TV show Friends. Creel, you're notice- noticeably quiet here. Well, <laughs> if football's a changing, I'm a changing. I'm out of here. Not my football. You're gonna, you're gonna follow. This the- is why Trump won the presidency. <laughs> it's not, it's not incorrect. The um, yeah, that guy's gonna be an Orlando Blooms fan. Yeah, they're gonna switch Absolutely. to the AAFL. Hundred percent. Kirby Smart had a little bit of a more uh, measured, thoughtful response. Uh, it's not going to change anything. 
we're going to prepare for it, and higher, shorter kicks will be fair caught. Kicks we don't think we can get to the 25 will be better off fair catching. A lot of it depends on what kind of kick you're facing. It's almost as if the world's not on fire. And right, just wait and see. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can... It, it could minimize the value of a good kicker, Kirby Smart said. I would I would not disagree with that. Um, if your kicker gets a 4.4 hang time to the five-yard line... Definitely something Alabama should never worry about. That. <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah, it's not going to affect anything. It's another rule that benefits Alabama, so I'm fine with yeah. that. I mean, you know, 50% will uh, get kicked through the end zone, and then the other 50% will get kicked to the 15-yard line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, like there's there's time change rules that happened a few years ago that I literally don't know what they are anymore. I remember it being a big deal when it happened. Yeah. I don't remember what those rules are. Um, Touchback used to be at the twenty. That's just used to be at the twenty. I've already you know that's already something that I have not paid attention to. As the average consumer of college football, what yard line a drive started on, they have no clue. Um, it, it, that's just how the game and like. Player safety, though I find it to be uh, a little hypocritical when they do one thing for player safety, but you're still playing football and paying and all, you know, yeah. all the things that go into that. All the things. If you remove kickoffs, but you have to remove it's a real fourth downs. I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a real it, – that, that's where the game is going. And it can't be a bad thing if it reduces the number of injuries uh, to a degree. Uh, so, just get on board, folks. Nobody's here. Did anybody ever say, you know, my favorite part of the game is the kickoff, <laughs> where 97% of the time, absolutely nothing Seven happens. Seven yards are gained. Yeah. <laughs> now, we won't get to see my man, whose name I've already forgotten, who went crazy during the national championship game, come out and clothesline a dude, which is upsetting to me. Oh, he's kicked um, off the team. Or he transferred. He Sure, but he's going to be clotheslining people wherever he is, and I won't. Oh, see you're talking him. about Mac Wilson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never mind. He's yes. on the team. Yes. No, no, no. You're right. You're you're right. The guy that the guy that left. I, I yeah, his name is gone. Um, casualty of being uh, too good at football. We can't. <laughs> I can tell you, everybody who played there from '92 to '99. <laughs> but once you get very good, everybody starts to blend together. Also, sidebar: Tony Brown is my hero. Mm-hmm. That goddamn hat. That guy showed up at the White House with that hat. What, what hat amazing. was he wearing? Oh, like a like a full on black, uh, like like fur Russian guy hat. Hmm. Awesome. All black outfit. He looked immaculate. Like Bob Sacramento's <laughs> uh, fake fake raccoon fur hat. Um, yes. Yeah, Al- Alabama went to the White House this week. Yeah, celebrated J- the national championship. And J.K. Scott prayed over Donald Trump. He had, Trump. like, some laying of the hand ceremony where, like, on the airplane airplane ride there, he, like, had this vision that he needed to do it. Like, good thing, like, he didn't have some toxins on his hands. Like, could have poisoned that pee, man. Yeah, it's true. Get that pee-pee tape out there. <laughs> it seemed a little weird to sort of do it, but, you know, Trump's like, yeah, whatever. Let's. I yeah. guess I got to pray because cameras are on me. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and if it, anybody mean, needs yeah. anybody needs to be prayed over, it's it's that guy. Uh, Not wrong. I think it was all a big joke because J.K. Scott isn't really a serious individual. Yeah, he's like J.K. guys. <laughs> J.K. <laughs> he's goddamn. Oh, son of a bitch! How did I fall for that? <laughs> really? How did I think we were gonna? I thought we were gonna get into some some long discussion about this or that. No, it was all a J.K. joke. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Well, you know what uh, Larry Orlando Lewis always says? No. Who is that and what does he say? LOL. Ah! Yeah, kickoffs, uh, I mean, it's something to get <laughs> It's something to get angry at in the offseason. It's something to talk about in the offseason. It's something yeah, to... It's, it's, it, this is where we are. It's, hey guys, you know Nick Saban called recruit from the White House? I'm tired of that narrative, too. We get it. Nick Saban works hard. He takes his job seriously. <laughs> I do... He does stuff. I do think that the early recruiting period legitimately added about three or four years to Nick Saban's career. Oh, you think it, it excites him? Because it gets when, that blood pump. No, I think it calms him down. Oh. Okay. Because when I... I remember talking... I forget if it was on the show, <clears throat> but I was talking to uh, Hankins, and I was like, you know, he seemed... He wasn't, like, annoyed that he had to do interviews after the Georgia game. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, you know... Stre- he didn't look stressed. He looked very calm. He actually looked happy. And I, I took that as a sign, like, he's going he's gonna to quit tomorrow. He's going to retire mm-hmm. tomorrow. <laughs> and then Hankins is like, well, you know, he, he's, he has about 65% of his 2018 recruiting class signed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he probably has to work a whole lot less. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, I think that's going to keep him going a little mm. bit more. And it reduced the number of hats I had to see on teenagers' heads. They yep. get taken off, and then another hat come in, and then another hat. It's like you said, we, we said this earlier, Hankins, that gimmick of pulling out a hat from under the yeah, desk. Yeah, so fucking pulling out for real. a dog. Absolutely. You pull like a, a, yeah. a, a baby bulldog yeah, out of like a... Just, all that stuff's been done. Ad nauseum. Just, just pick mm-hmm. your stool and, like, and end when, it. it. It's weird. It's weird for me to even have this stance with college football, which is so, so dependent on dumb traditions. Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of the fabric of the game, uh... You know, if, if if Alabama were to not play Rammer Jammer at the end of a win, I'd be let's go. I'd be all wacky, you know. But tr- somehow I'm fine with old traditions. But anything, new, maybe it's just these damn kids. It's that 15 year rule. That's where it's that Hankins 15 year rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything less 15. You know what, guys? It kind of is. <laughs> this one, it definitely is. What if what if a recruit chose LSU by eating a corn dog? That's new. That I'd have respect for. I have respect for that. (laughs) I am all for uh, the recruiting process, or the the recruit announcement process becoming just message board memes. That I'm with. What if a recruit signed with FAU by doing a Daniel Tosh stand-up comedy routine? Fine with it. Okay. Fine with it. If somebody's going to sign with Tennessee and if he rips off his shirt and he says, I'm the secret witness, mm. I'm with that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, remember that time that Ole Miss had the number one recruiting class <laughs> at ever- for 2018? <laughs> oh. I th- like, they're, they're, currently, they're currently ranked number one. I, that, you know, I'm sure that'll hold up. Yeah, it's just they got that early <laughs> quantity and not quality. The, uh, I still can't believe they went with Matt Luke. They know. They know what's Something's up. coming. Well, they just, I mean, they just know that now is not the time. You, you, they, they have no leverage with which to sign somebody. Yeah. Um, they know that they're going to be down in the dumps for a while. Isn't, isn't my man old number 20, what was his stupid name? The quarterback last year, Shea. Patterson. He went to Michigan. Shea Patterson. Yeah. Uh, but not yet he didn't. Oh, he's still at Ole Miss? Because I think. 
I think there's a lawsuit pending or something Ooh, of that nature because they're trying to block it. And you know there's going to be absolutely no access to hookers in Oxford. No, like that it got, is going that got to be dry. <laughs> Super dry. I wonder how Colonel I wonder how Colonel do. Reb feels about the super dryness of Oxford, a Mississippi. It is a funny you should ask. <laughs> oh, Colonel Reb. Here, here at the Magnolia Plantation, my friend. It is always moist and gooey. Oh, gross. Really? Is gross. it kind of monsoon season or is it always monsoon season? It is always my... Let me tell you something, my fellow judge, Judge Creel. I didn't know you were a judge. The ladies. Oh, I am a judge of moral turpitude. Of course, of course, yeah. I am a judge of fine footballery, (laughs) and I am a judge of what percentage a man should count in a voting scenario. Right, right, right. right. 100% or three-fifths. We're on board with that. But... No woman can resist a man in his Civil War finery. And for that purpose, whether they be ladies from the outside or ladies in my employ, there is always a general glaze around the Magnolia Plantation. Is is it a, it's a magnolia plantation? Does it like is it its main export is magnolias? Or is that the name? Like I've, you, I've heard of like that is the name uh, that God Himself has bestowed. We export one thing here. God has that much time. from the magnolia plantation. What do you export? And that is goodwill toward our brothers. <laughs> goodwill or good wheels? Is it a wheel factory? It go either way. Oh. It's a little play on words that the colonel has come up with. Oh. You remember a few years ago when the uh what are you what am I supposed to call them now? Ah, uh, no, no, I don't no, like that's not this it. Uh, at all. Let's just say the gentleman of a darker persuasion always had a wheel that would remain in motion even when their carriages had ceased to be so. That is a Colonel Reb exclusive. That's the one. Okay. That's wow. what they called them. We called them keep them goings here when we shipped them out. Bring them back. But that is what Colonel Reb's main export is. Wow, I didn't know you were uh, that sort of... I, that, that's, it's, a, it's a good market to be in. Colonel, do you have... It's just another way to find my hand in the pocket to find those delicious black dollars. <laughs> Colonel, do you have two more minutes? I have one more question for you. Certainly. Now, certainly I do. Now, for a man like you, high praise coming from somebody like you, Colonel Rep. So, your your counterpart, uh, Colonel Sanders, uh, you know the kind of kind of that son of a kind bitch. of frenemies that throughout the decade. Low down. That did, did he steal your scallywag. recipe? Was that your recipe? Those thirteen spices and herbs. I can tell you right now, what that man has allowed. To happen to his image and oh, caricature. That's true. Now, to have a woman, yeah, a drag king, portray Reba. him in mm-hmm. some sort of strange, higgly piggly, <laughs> topsy turvy, gender bending commercial, and to have the brother of the great actor Patrick Swayze backing her up on guitar. Yeah, this Patrick is Patrick Swayze's brother. Of I the didn't know utmost that. concern to me. 
And when we meet at the Colonel's Convention, I will move forthwith Colonel's Convention? to remove his link. Arby's. Is that the KKK To bust meeting? him down. You spell Colonel with a K. He will be bust back down to Private Sandals if Colonel Rahab has his way. Now, a lot of people say that you are taking this position because your first chicken recipe was 12 herbs and spices and kind of got taken by surprise when Colonel Sanders came in with his 13, his now famous 13. Or is it 11? I, don't I can either tell way, you he, right he now. He in either in either scenario. That son of a bitch made the 13th spice treachery. <laughs> For his recipe is no different than mine. Mm-hmm. It's cumin, He was just faster and to market. Mm. Well, sometimes you gotta be first to the market. That's business 101. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you were just a day late and dollar short, you're you got to move on to something else. Which which you did? Which the you real done? Colonel had I had business to attend to. Oh, for the uh, <laughs> procurement. Stop it. Of Stop it. Um, I don't. The words escape me now. The world has changed around <laughs> the Colonel. I mean, you, you I used had to, be able to, to procure. Friends. What do you call it? What do they call it now? Oh, 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 oh. That's it. That's it. That's it. A job fair. Mm-hmm. The colonel was at a job mm-hmm. fair that day, selecting the best and the not brightest. Ah, <coughs> uh, let's well, say bulkiest. Right. Available to him. Wanted some meat. Negotiating. On the um, I hate this. Negotiating so much. compensation. Mm-hmm. And that son of a bitch beat me to market. Mm-hmm. The thirteenth spice. My Lily White <laughs> took us. <laughs> Well, what the fuck just happened? I was here. What I, I did oh, I cut out? Oh damn! Did Kurt? <laughs> I think you had your microphone on mute, Hankins. Mmm. Mm. I said a lot of interesting points about kickoffs. Yeah. Did y'all not uh, hear any damn, of that? No, we didn't. Colonel Reb was here though, and thank God he's gone. <laughs> um. Well, we should have said this uh, at the very beginning. We're obviously not doing the Haas of Haas finals. This week or next week, we're going to wait for our big show in two weeks, quickly followed by our NFL draft reactions. Don't forget those eight. I'm ready for the blow out. I'm ready for the blow them out extravaganza of the spring, which has become a, 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 a ritual, a tradition here, uh-huh. which I won't recognize for another 15 years. Uh, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> but it is currently. A tradition of ours for the big spring getaway. It's gonna be, you know, it's where we just uh, tons of production meetings. Put our little mm-hmm. microphones down. We just talk a little talk, and we got a lot to talk about this time. We do, we do have a lot to talk about. And Johnny Menzel won't be there to screw it up. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we <laughs> will. We'll probably uh, cover some uh, NFL draft stuff uh, next week as well. And I think that's all we got for this week. Hey, fellas, anything else? That's it for me. Are you going to take anything else away from us, NCAA? Yeah, what's next? Uh, the it, football? The football itself. We're going to play with uh, an, uh, an emoji football, oh, right? damn. <laughs> damn. This has been Throw the Flag episode. 15-yard penalty, number 74 for triggering. <laughs> uh, go to ttfnetwork.com. To listen to all our shows, Cold Dog Soup, and that's disgusting. You can support the Throw the Flag Network 
either on Patreon or by following the link to our tip jar in the episode description. Creel is uh, fidgeting with his phone. It's a fidget spinner, if you will. And you are having some real problems with it. You look like an 80-year-old trying to figure uh, out it. I was trying to do something, but don't worry about it. Okay, okay, don't worry about it, everybody. Uh, this has been episode 66, Throw the Flag. I love you. Magnolia Plantation, decidedly not woke.